You're listening to Donkey Brain the Podcast. worst little break in some time but we're back so i don't know i would credit all of our lack of recording to alcohol induced situations not even like crazy but like i we said we weren't going to record last monday which is fair it was memorial day we got ahead of that one week previous that was alcohol related but I mean, I don't know. To some extent, you finished up your first school year. Got to celebrate. I don't know how the hell people are teachers. I don't know how more of them aren't raging alcoholics for having to put up with the shit that you guys do. So you were celebrating. I think I texted you on Monday to do it. You were already drunk at like 4.30. Texted you again on Tuesday. You were like, same thing happened again. And then I think we might have tried again on Wednesday. And I think we were just busy or one of the days was your mom's birthday you weren't drunk every single day so that's so monday what was it monday was drunk tuesday my mom's birthday wednesday drunk again thursday i broke my phone so jimmy had no way of texting me so i really didn't even think about it because like oh most of the texts i get are through iMessage so i'm like oh not a big deal and then i I get to, to the next week and it was around like Tuesday or Wednesday. It might be. It's, I think it's actually Wednesday. I reached back out to you on Instagram. I messaged you like, holy shit, you've probably tried to text me. I don't think I did. I just there didn't hear from you. And it was one of those weeks that I was like, well, if he doesn't want to do it, we don't have to do it. So that I just didn't just, think about it. I don't know, dude. I feel like, I don't know if you feel like this. Cause like maybe you do even more so because like your school year was like wrapping up. But I feel like late May, beginning of June is just such a weird, like maybe in my head, I'm still like on an academic calendar, but I feel like those like two or three weeks are just chaos. Like the weather is getting nice. Everybody wants to do stuff again. Like in my head, I'm like, yeah, like I'm not going to get anything done because I just want to see people and hang out. Like I'm not in like the working mindset. Like I'm just so ready to be like, all right, it's summer. Like, let's kick it off. Let's do some fun stuff. So like... Yeah, I feel like it's just, we didn't do it. We had other stuff going on. Everyone starts to get frisky right around this time. They're like, I got to get outside. I got to do yeah. something. So, Got to cure yeah. the seasonal depression real quick. Like, Yeah, need that vitamin stun. D. Sunlight, please. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, that's cool. How have you been? Good? Are you enjoying your summer thus far? Things, things have been good so far. I've been seeing like all your posts and everything. Where did you guys just get back from? Uh, so this last weekend I was up in Wisconsin and then Memorial Day weekend I was out in Denver. I saw that and I made the ass of myself. I was I called, I thought you guys were in Milwaukee because I saw commercial and I thought like just brewers. I'm like, I'm such a dumbass. But anyway, that seems dope. How long were you in Denver again? Uh, I was there Friday to Monday. So just a long weekend, but dude, it was sweet. It was, uh, I don't think I've ever been to Denver in like the summer or like the warmer seasons. Like every time I've been there, I've like have been snow snowboarding or just like driving through and like, holy shit, does Denver have a fun drinking scene? Like it literally is like everywhere you go is like some outdoor brewery that's like pet friendly. So it's just like dogs running around all over. It's dope. Like I really, 
I don't know. I've always thought Denver was fun, but I think I've just kind of weirdly been sleeping on Denver for like the summer. But yep. like, yeah, everybody there's happy. Everybody's out like biking and like doing cool stuff. It's just like not Illinois whatsoever. Like it's such That's a nice sick. change of pace. That is dope. That is dope. And so you you got there from your Friday to Monday and you just were just boozing and stuff and having a good time? Yeah. I mean, we kind of took a pack that we were only going to drink Coors Light to support the local economy. So, I mean, we sucked down way too many of those. But yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was, we thought we were going to get to do a lot more. Like, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll just like show up and do like the Coors tour. And we showed up and they were like, dude, we're like six months out on reservations right now. And we were like, oh, <laughs> all right. So we just went and drank Coors at a brewery across the street and just called it good. So like, I don't know. It was one of those like we really probably didn't plan as much as we should have prior to going. But like it's Denver. So it's like there's always something else to do. So it wasn't like we were just like sitting around bored all week. So that was fun. That's dope. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, dude. Head out to Denver. You can hang out at the airport. That's where all the goddamn... Uh, so, it's is it the Nazis and, like, the people who just want to take over? All the elitists just go there. Yeah, it's the, the new, new World Order. Yeah, there you go. Dude, I don't know if you saw my Snapchat. I mean, kind of like A-plus marketing on their part. Like, Denver, the airport has been under construction, I think, for, like, three or four years now. Like, I was there... I don't know, some college spring break, I went out there and the airport was like a disaster and it's still a disaster, but it's gotten slightly better. But like half of their advertising, like covering up like the construction walls is like, sorry, it's taking so long. Like the lizards keep stealing our tools or like, you know, it takes a long time to drill to the underworld or like there was some stuff that I was like, oh man wouldn't that suck if all this ended up being true and that this was just like a giant meme like i was like this is bizarre because i was like the average person walking by has no idea how funny that actually is but if you've done any research or just have really if you're under 30 you're probably like yeah i've heard some of the conspiracy and like you appreciate it but Yeah. yeah like there's no way all the families vacationing are like oh interesting like they're just like that's a really weird poster and everyone else is like ah if only you knew like ask your kids maybe they'll tell you that's really funny i mean like i don't know how else you could go about it other than that way it's like what are we gonna do like just cover stuff up and just really like shoddy ass like building material like dupont like you know that the dupont paper and everything like that like we can't just put that up they're gonna ask actual questions but if we just put t- kind of funny things like that, yeah, they'll, they'll just walk right past it. They'll laugh and move on about their day. So they have to do that. Yeah, just brutal. But yeah, Colton, let's get going so your computer doesn't die. If sorry, we sorry. randomly end the episode halfway through, it's because Colton forgot his computer charger at school. So if we cut it okay. short, that's why. But what are people talking about? Or no, All we right. have to do the ass of the week. Fuck. Oh it's shit! That's what it is. Ass of the week. Ass of the week. Yeah. The ass of the week. I I think his name. I don't know if it's Prince Louis or Prince Louis. I'm pretty sure it's Prince Louis. But that wouldn't make sense because that's in English. I'm gonna say it's Louis. Prince Louis. So Prince Louis and his mom Meghan Markle. Uh, they're at Jubilee. I finally figured out what the event was. They're at Jubilee, and like I don't know what they were doing. They're all just watching the festivities and everything. They have the other parts of the royal family all around and you have prime uh prime minister what's his name boris johnson sitting right behind him as well 
And this little kid, he, I don't know how old Lewis is. He's probably like two. He was not minding. He's just like throwing a temper tantrum. It's probably hot. He's all dressed up and shit. Not having a good time. Well, Megan Markle is trying to get him like to calm down and mind. And like he literally just takes his hand and just slaps it over her mouth. Like, quit talking. Stop talking to me. Stop talking to me. And then he's like, he's screaming. He's doing the thing. I know we're on a podcast and so nobody can tell what hand gesture <laughs> I'm doing. But it's the one where you put your thumb to you, your nose and like you do like jazz hands with your finger things. That's what he was doing to her, which I'm pretty sure like in like English, in traditional English language. I want to say that's fuck you. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure that's actually right. Don't fact check that. Don't fact check that anybody, but I'm pretty sure that. that I've never that heard that, but let's go with it because that's funny regardless. I think that's really funny. But yeah, you got to look at the video. I don't think you've seen it yet, but it's super funny. Yeah, that's I don't know. It just cracks me up because I love in situations like that when kids are like misbehaving because it kind of I just ask the question of like how much parenting and how qualified are the parents because you know they're not like full-time parents like it's always like there's a nanny or somebody like that and then like anytime there's like any like front facing if you'll call it that like event where like they need to be there and like be a family and like take pictures and all that like the nannies aren't there where it's like huh like how well do you actually know your kid like can you calm them down or like will your child just be a nuisance where everyone will make fun of you and it's like i'm so happy that that turned out that way because that is so funny because like i mean over here i could give less of a shit about the royal family but like over there i'm sure that was like on most news stations and was like probably a pretty big deal on social media and like all of that where it's like you know we kind of get the back end of that of just like anybody around here that sees it and cares about it cool but yeah over there i'm sure it was a huge deal which is hilarious because i mean kids are kids like you that's kind of like i don't know why people are like yeah we dressed our child up in like full business attire in the heat and expect them to behave like there's no way that any you could be the most well-behaved kid and they're still going to be uncomfortable and throw a fit but it's just hilarious that that kid is royalty and just freaked out on TV and like all these broadcasts and everything. Like it was really funny. Like, I mean, like looking back on it and everything when like, I don't know how things are going to fall in line. If they become the king or not. Could you imagine if that little shit becomes the king? Yeah. Like, like and dude, like you like, got to think too. It's like kind of wild because really anybody, like, I don't know. I feel like if you're over 40, I've heard it put like you like anything you did in like high school or college or stuff like that is just like kind of a rumor like there's very little proof that it ever happened unless somebody actually has a photo of it whereas like now it's like dude if something hits the internet it's there forever like it's not disappearing where it's like if he ever gets into royalty I'm sure that there's people that within a few google searches can find that exact video and like you know, who knows where technology will be like that might be the equivalent of like black and white at that time. But yeah. it's still like hilarious that it's like, hey, you know, 40 or 50 years ago, you were still a little shit kid. And we have the video to prove it like there's not like, a, you know, you read about it in the paper, or it's like, kind of a vague rumor. It's like, no, man, we have video proof. Like, <laughs> you're an idiot. They're gonna put like, his grown face again that technology be advanced by that point they're just gonna morph it onto this baby's face oh yeah you see that show on tiktok all the time like where the, the face animations and everything are there yeah it's definitely gonna be doable slap their face on there and everything seems to be a crying baby king 
It sounds like a rap name, Crying Baby King. <laughs> yeah. Who knows where England will even be at that point, though? They might not even be a country anymore. The royalty's out. Dude, they, like, if you really think about the trajectory of, like, England, they've really, like, hit the fucking fan. Like, they've, they're not great as the, where they were, you know? Well, I mean, like, three are <laughs> not imperialistic. Ago, I mean, anymore. England was the shit. Now they're not. They're definitely not where they need to be. Like, yeah. c- could you imagine, like, I'm trying to think, like, the most prominent, like, Queen Elizabeth, like, back in the day, Queen Elizabeth was probably, like, dude, we're about to run the whole entire world, but then it's like, no, you're pretty insignificant now, and all, in the grand scheme of things, you're not what you think you're going to be, so. Yeah, but. History, there's a history lesson for you folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't think oh, well. you'd get that part, did you? Yeah, screw them, dude. We're independent. We don't have to care. That's the beauty of it. USA, baby. Fucking <laughs> bub. Yeah, exactly. All right. Jimmy, what are people talking about? All right. So this is a little bit dated, and I feel like every time we don't record an episode is when I have, like, just the best stuff. Yeah. Um, did you see the guy that threw the cake at the Mona Lisa? Yeah. I feel like oh, we got to talk about that. I don't care how dated that is. It's, like, probably – I don't really follow art that often, but probably mm-hmm. one of the more – out there things that have happened in the art world recently where it's just like i don't know what the guy's goal was i mean the painting was not damaged at all like it's through plexiglass it seems like it's in a similar casing as like our declaration of independence where it's like like dude you could shoot like bullets at it and it's gonna be fine so i don't really know what the end goal was i think it was something climate related like when i was reading articles on it like it seemed like the guy after he was being pulled out, just like kept yelling, like, think about the earth and like all that. I don't really know what the end goal of that was like, but yeah, pretty much like he was dressed as an old lady. I don't know how much he read up into it, but like dressed up as an old woman, I think he was in a wheelchair and that's how he got as close as he did. Just Mm -hmm. because like, obviously if you're in a wheelchair, you need to be close or else you're never going to see through a crowd of people. So that's how he got so close. I don't know how the hell he smuggled a cake in. I mean, props to that. That's seemingly not an easy task. I mean, I'm sure they're looking for like weapons and explosives and stuff like that first, but still like it's a very obscure thing to be carrying with you. But yeah, just like smeared it all over and that's that. But yeah, I feel like that's a bananas thing to have happen. And I really didn't know that many people that were talking about it. Like if you went online, there was plenty to like view but I like no one casually brought it up to me. Like, did you hear what happened? Like, which is bananas. Like, that's such a wild concept that some dude was like hatched an entire plan to be like, I'm going to dress as an old woman and throw a cake at a piece of glass. You're like, what? Like the way I found out about it was like on Twitter and you know, how people will word things on Twitter. Well, I guess you're not on Twitter, but people on Twitter would always like word things like just witnessed blank and like the person that was like just at the whatever art studio not studio but where art place gallery gallery there you go thank you and like just witnessed a man dresses an old lady with a cake throw it at the mona lisa or some shit like that and i was like that's just a meme i'm not gonna pay attention to that at all kept scrolling and everything and then i finally saw the video which you're talking about like a day or two later i'm like oh it wasn't just some stupid thing somebody was just spouting off to get retweets or like I don't even know. It wasn't close. Was like, like, how in the hell did they get? How did he get that close? For some reason, my stupid, like, damp brain did not think like 
oh, there's definitely something over the top of it. I just thought like, holy shit, that thing's ruined forever. That has to be ruined, right? Yeah. Well, apparently when I was reading there, uh, the glass is like still a somewhat new thing. Uh, somebody threw acid at it, like not crazy recently, but like recently enough that it like got mentioned, um, which is so weird because like I'm kind of against most arts. Like I'm like, it's kind of ridiculous that people are like paying the money that they do for it. And like, like I'm like, art is art, like, you know, give credit where credit's due. But like, it's kind of wild that people are just like, yeah, I want to like actively destroy this. I'm like, no, it shouldn't be worth what it's worth, but it also should not be like, oh man, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to go destroy a historic piece of art. Like, but yeah, it's crazy. I feel like the most recent art related thing that's similar, but not really do you follow any of Banksy's work at all? Is that a familiar name for you? No. So Banksy's like one of the most famous street artists, probably the most famous street artist in the world. And uh, nobody knows who he is. Like his entire career has been anonymous. And like, literally it's been said, like if he vandalizes your wall, like your property value will like shoot through the roof. And he had a piece go to auction a few years ago where it was like an original Banksy and it was in a frame and Banksy released it and nobody realized that he did. And it was literally on the auction block. And I'm pretty sure after it sold the um, painting was designed to self-destruct. So it literally just started shredding right out of the bottom of the frame and somehow a motor broke or something. So it only shredded half of it which is ridiculous because now it's worth even more money. But like, that was his thing to be like, Hey, stop like selling my art. I do it as art. I do it for the people, but like people will literally go in and be like, that's an original Banksy. Let's tear out this entire wall. So like, there's a whole exhibit. That's just like what used to be street art that they demolished an entire wall and now they have it in there. It's like so crazy, but that was like the most recent like art related thing that I was like, yeah, people are talking about that. But other than that, I feel like I never hear anything from the art world. Like, no, that's really interesting. I remember seeing something like that on video and everything, everyone like gasping and like, it's hilarious. People start screaming. Like, you know, it's just a bunch of rich snobby people that are like panicking but then, like, the dude that won it was like, wait, it didn't completely shred. And now it probably, like, instantaneously is like, holy shit, this is a Banksy thing. It's worth, like, triple what it used to be. Like, just That's ridiculous. It's a wild idea, though. That's cool. Yeah, it, it's I mean, an interesting... Honestly, it would probably look cool as fuck, too. Yeah, like, dude, it's raw. Like, if you look at a photo, like, I've considered... I mean, I never would be able to afford any of his real art. But, like, if you ever look into some of the stuff that he's made, like... I would hang it in my house. Like, it's very cool. Like, your typical artist, like, anti-war stuff or just, like, political stuff. But, like, a lot of his stuff is, like, super cool. And no one knows who the hell he is. There's very few people that have ever met him. And he's, like, weirdly... He's, like, praised by the people. But, like, the authorities do still want to catch him because, like, it is vandalism still. So it's, like, a very bizarre like people are like oh my god i hope he tags my wall and then the police are like yeah but like we would still arrest him like it's like just this weird in between kind of interesting yeah very interesting but colton what are people talking about um so i saw this on twitter and i think it's kind of interesting 
I don't know, because it seems as though they're kind of like some people are trying to like shut it down because it's getting like conspiracy, like crackhead vibes a little bit. Have you been hearing about all the food factories that have been burning down as of recent? Yeah. So it is absurdly strange. And I don't know if I feed too much into like the um, conspiracy aspect of it, though it is rather strange how like how often these huge end food factories are burning down right now. Like just this weekend, what is the one I'm referencing? There was a one and I'm trying to figure out where it's at now. doesn't really matter, but the stat, which I read on it was like that single facility produces 3 million eggs a day. How many chickens got burned alive in that ordeal? Not exactly sure. That's just an unreal thing. And again, other things I'm referencing too. In the last, since January 2022, there have been 18 other major um, food factories that just burnt to the ground. And everyone's questioning, like, why the hell is this not in the news? Especially, even this aside from the um, conspiracy theory, ignore that. That doesn't matter. Ignore that part. We're having food shortages, right? Food shortages right now. Like, also, prices are like, insanely high. Everyone knows that about inflation. So losing 3 million eggs a day is only going to make things worse in that aspect. So that is definitely newsworthy. And the fact that it's not making the news is making people think like, why are we not talking about this? This yeah. seems like a rather important thing to talk about. So, they're making it seem conspiracy worthy. Yeah, it's weird because like, no, I definitely get like what you're, where you're coming from because like I see that a lot where like, I see things and I'm like, huh, that is weird. And then you start looking into it too much and you're like, all right, maybe these people are just like out of their minds. So like you kind of pump the brakes on it. But like, it is weird because it's not like it was like, oh, there's one or two. It's like, okay, that maybe that's not crazy newsworthy, but it's like, there's a lot of these and they're not just like, oh yeah, like one in Arkansas that supplies like a fourth of the state with their eggs. And you're like, okay, that sucks, but that's not that much where you're like, wait, that many eggs a day. You're like, shouldn't we care about that? Like, isn't that still a lot? Like, and it's kind of like, they're all like, I don't know. I could see it going both ways. Like you could conspiracy out over it, but it's like pretty big, like names like isn't like tyson like they've had one or two burned down like it's pretty common like household you know products it's not just like these are you know crazy like oh man we're gonna burn down all tyson or like we're gonna burn down all like you know just random big name consumers where like maybe it's something like politically driven but it is just like wow that's a lot of issues that are gonna come down in, in the near future so it is kind of weird that it's like, why don't we care about this? Like, yeah. And then like you mentioned Tyson and everything, like these are major companies. Like these are major facilities. They're not just burning. They're not just catching on fire. They're literally burning to the ground. Like the facility is ruined. Yeah. And non-salvageable, sorry, non-salvageable due to the fire. And like, if you get, again, you can get into the weeds with these things. Apparently, you're going to guess the name. Could you guess who might be purchasing like large equity stakes, like in food creation or food processing? Yeah, it's Bill Gates. <laughs> it's fucking Willie G. Yeah. Bill Gates. Yeah. So apparently Bill Gates is wanting to like synthetically create food. And like he's been, he's been quoted in saying that 
now that everyone's thinking, holy shit, he's behind all these fires. And again, the rational mind speaks to, that's probably not what's happening. These are major buildings. There's probably a lot of heating elements, electrical components that could probably catch on fire and it might be hard to control, right? And there's, there's birds in there. There's a bunch of chickens. You probably need to pump some oxygen in there so they don't all fucking die. So it, it's rational to think like if a fire were to get in there, it might get out of control pretty quick. It's easy to think that. But the thing is, you would think that would make the news. Like if Amber Heard and Johnny Depp makes the news, if Prince Louis putting his hand over Meghan Markle's mouth makes the news, why is that not making the news? Like that's literally something that could po quite possibly affect millions of Americans. And when it's not in the news, it's like, so maybe it is like a cover-up thing? Like, no, 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 here it is. A little bit of news, a little yeah. bit. It seems odd. It's like, what the, like if you were to try to do that hashtag on like, it's not a hashtag, but if you're trying to like search it up on Twitter, like you kind of have to dig, even though like these tweets have like, tens of thousands of likes and like a, a thousand retweets you're like why am i having to dig for this this is kind of ridiculous because there's not very often times where you type in food or food factory on twitter i never have but did you still have to look for it? it's like what the hell is going on again i'm not saying that's what this is but it makes it look awfully sketchy when you have to dig for certain things like this yeah no it is interesting because i mean it's such a bizarre like I guess like one and done like maybe it's uh like local news level and we just don't hear about it like on a national level but like this many it's kind of like yeah that's weird like I mean like you said like there's so many things that like I see that I'm like I don't think this deserves the attention where it's like anytime we're talking about any kind of like health issues you know oil food supply economy like those are like big picture nationwide things that it's kind of like yeah at least give it like a one minute rundown like even if you glaze over it and i'm like well i saw it on the news people are talking about it like that's enough not being like wait what do you mean i have to search for these like i have to go out of my way to be like wait there's like potential arson happening like and i have to search for that there's not like a ton of articles like yeah it's very bizarre and like, okay, another aspect you can like, like another angle that would make this story somewhat worthy of like reposting. There has to be like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of people that work there, right? Now all these people don't have jobs. Like that yeah. would be a worthwhile news story and like not happening, gone, not a thing. Like that's just very strange. Like why would that not yeah. be news? I don't know. It, that's, that's very strange to me. No, it is very bizarre. That's kind of an interesting segue. That's weird that you brought it up. But uh, my people aren't talking about, and this probably will not make any sense to most people, but I will try to give it some context. Um, so there was a somewhat big hotel by me. Not a big deal. Like, very, like, it was big in, like, the 80s. I'll say that. It's this resort called Pheasant Run. And you've heard of it? I've heard of it. Keep going. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, the best thing I can compare it to is like, it would be like if you graduated Illinois State anytime after 2005 and Avanti's burnt down, 
you probably wouldn't give a shit but if you like were there before then you would like my parents were like so torn up because they used to have like bachelor and bachelorette parties there and like they would have weekend getaways and like how the northwest suburbs are like i'm sure at the time it was like a big deal like whereas as the resort aged they did not really keep up with the finances not in like a bad way but like they just didn't have the guests so then like they weren't really doing the reservations like my interpretation is like it was a big deal a while ago but anytime i was ever there i was like dude the water smells like eggs the food is average like it's kind of a it was way too big of a hotel for this area like it's far from o'hare it's like it was just weird like it it burned down and i was kind of like well that kind of sucks because like i did spend a decent amount of time there on like weekend trips and stuff like that but like not a big deal but even that got news coverage like that's like a local hotel that literally in march of 2020 tried to be sold an auction so that's a whole nother thing is people are like speculating like yeah i'm sure they just burned it down to get the insurance money and like that was that kind of a thing but like even that guy like that's a local just garbage hotel that I would never go out of my way to stay at. The only reason I was ever even there was because it was like there was an event happening and that's where we stayed. <laughs> like I was never like, yeah, like I'm going to Pheasant Run for the weekend, you know, guys trip. It's going to be a blast. Like that was never the case at all. But yeah, like that got a decent amount of media attention. Like when did that burn? When did that burn down? Uh, like two, maybe three weeks ago. I don't, again, I don't know where the hell I randomly heard that, but I heard a hotel burn down up north. I'm like, oh, interesting. I'm going to look that up. Dude, I'm like, oh, St. Charles. What the fuck? That's kind of weird. It's rough. Like, it was, I mean, like, they were going to close anyway and, like, have a ton of issues. And, like, COVID just did not help by any means. Like, that probably sped up the process for the best. Yeah. And, uh, like, it was weird because you would drive by and, like, I'm assuming they were trying to like keep like people from trespassing and like doing stuff like that. So like they had all the fences around and then for whatever reason, a bunch of the windows were breaking. They had like a 14 story tower and their solution was like every time a window would break, they would just go put a piece of plywood up there. So like, I don't really drive past it too much, but like every time I would drive by, I'm like, Oh yeah, there's like eight or nine more windows that are out. Like, more plywood like it just was really becoming an eyesore very quickly yeah. so like not for the best at all that like that happened but i mean luckily like nobody was inside there was no issues they have no idea how the fire started like i mean it was such an old building it could have been like anything like i i would like to think it's arson and there's like a crazy case being built but it probably was just like wiring from the 70s that went bad and like wasn't up to code kind of a thing but yeah, just very interesting because pretty much like if you're over 40 and you grew up in the suburbs, you're like, oh, that is devastating. Where for me, I was like, thank goodness, like that place needed to like and they were slowly selling off parts of it. Like there was a huge convention center that like is now being rebuilt into a car dealership now. And like they were slowly trying to sell it because it's not bad property. It's in an all right location. Yeah. but not for a hotel that size like no one is coming to st charles being like yeah like let's stay there like there's so many better hotels in the area now that like just ridiculous but yeah like that got attention like i i heard about it within like two hours like i'm pretty sure it was still burning 
and I saw an article and I was like, huh, should I go drive by? Like, where it's like all these massive food plants that affect our day to day are like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, no biggie. Like, that's really funny. Like, yeah. so I'm trying to picture, like, so what amenities did this hotel have and why was it, why was it put there? I'm not understanding why that was even a thing. I think I'm sure. And I mean, given like I'm not old enough to like really know what this area like truly was like in like the eighties and nineties. But I mean, the hotel did have a lot, like it had a pretty massive convention center. So they would have a decent amount of conventions. And then obviously that's nice because you're attached to a hotel. So you don't have to drive anywhere or anything. They had a golf course. Um, and then, I mean, they had like a few different pools in there. They had like a whole, like they weirdly styled it like bourbon street. Like there was like a whole section that you could walk and there was like, you can get ice cream and like a gift shop and like all that. Like it was, I was never really impressed with it, but I mean, I also saw it on like the tail end. Like I probably the first time I walked in there, it was at least 40 years old. So I wasn't like blown away where I'm sure when you're like 19 on like your first bachelor party and it's like 1983, you're like amazed. Like it's like the equivalent of Vegas, but like, yeah, not, I don't know. I mean, it was a decent hotel, like, I don't think I would ever probably spend the money that they would have wanted for me to actually get a room there and stay. But I mean, it was kind of fun. There were a few times Brent and I just like snuck in and just like swam in the pool. So that was fun. That's funny as hell. Yeah. Like a, uh, when you're selling, oh yeah, they were selling cars at this point, like a, a part of it. That sounds like a dying like mall or something like that. Yeah, no, that's a very good equivalent. Like it, it's one of those things like it, I think malls at this point have like face that they just like, are done and like they're like clinging to life this is a very similar situation where it's like like at least in the last few years i was talking to brent about it yesterday because we actually drove past it last night and like it's pretty fucking charred like i mean there's huge chunks of it that just like aren't upright anymore and uh like some of the conventions they've had in recent years are like it was like a pinball and coin operated game convention so like you would just go and like buy like used pinball machines and like people would do restoration and it was like weird conventions like it wasn't like I don't know if you've ever been up to like Rosemont area like I was at a trade show probably in like the end of March that's like there's a convention center like pretty much you can get there from O'Hare in like three minutes and it's attached to like three hotels and everyone's like this makes sense because people can come from anywhere in the world we're so close to an airport Whereas like out there, it's like, yeah, it's like a 40 minute drive from O'Hare. So like, do you Uber? Do you rent a car? Like, there's just like not a good solution by any means. So yeah, just not a great fit. Damn. Like, it sounded like a cool premise, but like, that'd be hard to maintain. It'd be hard to like, keep up with the times. Yeah. Um, Makes and like sense. that was kind of funny because like you could tell a lot of the people that were working there like it was like like anybody at a management level you're like yeah you like landed this job at like 23 and have been there since like you just tell like it was like dude it's like it's 2019 like a mustache that like probably didn't used to be gray but like that's your look like you have like the weird button-up shirt with like the black vest like yeah. you look like you work for a valet or like just bizarre things like that like you used to be pretty proud to say like, yep, I work here. But then now you're like, yeah, I work here. Like you have to like <laughs> tell people like pheasant run. They're like, what? And you're like, ah, oh, you know, like the resort and they're like, yeah. And St. Charles, like you were there. Like it was, 
you know, could go south very quick. But yeah. All right, Colton, what people what aren't people talking about? All right. Well, I feel as though not, not people are talking about this, so I'm going to give it some light. Uh, the NASCAR race was back in St. Louis this last weekend, and it was fucking awesome. I've heard, like, really good reviews about it and everything. I went. Um, obviously, I didn't make any reviews because I'm not of that particular brand. I don't usually make reviews or anything like that. It was a really good time. Yeah, you don't uh, pride yourself on your Yelp page. <laughs> yeah, I, like whenever I see like Yelps and everything like that, like I do actively use them, but at the same exact time, I look down upon people. You don't contribute that, to them. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. this, like, typically when you do like Yelp, it's always like a small business that's trying just to fucking make it in this world. And then like, you see these reviews, and you're like, well, what a dick. Like, well, <laughs> who'd ever be that guy? But it's also kind of useful. I don't know, but. Again, for uh, the race and everything, it was a fucking awesome time. My parents went, me and Kelly went. Brett was there, Brett Hare. Nice. Uh, his buddy, Cole, our buddy Cole Maxton, he used to go to Auburn as well. And now he's up in the um, Bloomington, Bloomington area more because he went to high school there. Anyway, awesome fucking time. Jimmy, I swear to God, if this race, like NASCAR, goes back to Chicagoland, we got to go. If we don't go, I'll be yeah. super freaking pissed. I don't know if uh, Kelly was talking to you, but like I was like messaging her and I was like, wait, where is this race? And I was like, shit, like I probably could have swung a St. Louis race. Like I was just like, damn it. Like if I would have known, like I probably could have planned a little bit better and gone down there because they look sweet. Like really between you and then like all of our friends who are down in Texas right now. Like, it just looks like it's like a balls to the wall, like drinking party. Like, it's just so loud, just so much fun. Like, that's all it pretty much is. Like, they have concerts and everything. Like, again, like the one down in, um, in, uh, Dallas, Texas Motor Speedway and everything. Like, what was that three weeks ago and everything? They had a ton of concerts. They had concerts before, uh, the cup race and everything was like on Saturday night. And on Sunday night, they also had concerts. I had like Nelly and like random ass people like that on Saturday night because he's from St. Louis. And on Sunday night, they had like Old Dominion, who's a really popular country band. Yeah. Like it was dope. And it was kind of sick though. Like it was kind of not sick and sick at the same time. The facility like ran out of beer, which is super interesting too because it's in St. Louis. Yeah, they couldn't just send their truck public. over from Anheuser. It was odd. Like they, they had like they, the word they never, they never announced it, but like word like kind of made its way through the crowds at random times. Like yeah, they're fucking out of this. Yeah, they're out of that. Yeah, they're out of this. There were no beer left. I was like, this is unbelievable. But I don't know. It was cool though. It was a cool atmosphere and everything. And uh, we definitely have to go. We got to get a shit ton of people to go as well. That Dude, way we can, can do a NASCAR and then a Formula One race. I'd be game for both. They'd seem so much fun. Like, Formula One would be awesome. I don't know how they're priced. I know NASCAR, the only reason NASCAR is so dope, well, one of the reasons why is because it's like moderately priced. It's kind of yeah. like a price, but um, I don't know. We got to go. We got to go and do it right, though. We got to go to a, a week long, like not week long, like maybe like a four or five day tailgate. Then finally get to Sunday, like heart barely beating anymore. It's race day. We did it. We made it here. That's what we have to do. It'd be freaking awesome. Yeah. No, I'm all for it. I think it's, I mean, everybody I know that's been going to races recently. I'm like, dude, it really, like, 
I feel like I would much rather like at least where I'm at, like financially right now, like I would much rather be like, hey, I spent three days out in the sun having fun drinking like and I know that that is like the equal of like one night like out in like a big city or like doing something like that where I'm like, dude, let's just be white trash like yeah like i'm just all for like ah yeah let's just like sleep in tents like let's just let's go for it like i'm serious everyone just goes hard as shit and it's always like either like super sunny or like there's random like rainstorms like okay now we're gonna keep drinking and we're gonna kick it to the next day and do that (laughs) like i'm not making any fucking sense right now trying to talk i'm struggling right now and i've only had two beers i'm so wildly dehydrated can you see how red my neck and face all right now yeah i was curious it looked like the sun really did a number on you like that oh nice like i am fucked up like i was just trying to explain that weekend and everything and i saw you like making faces like you gotta try to connect a sentence here i was having a hard time no that was your audio weirdly cut out for a second but it came back so i just like let it go uh, no you're making sense (laughs) oh my god i was like holy fuck i'm trying jimmy (laughs) i'm trying to get a sentence out but no, I'm I'm serious, Jimmy. We're gonna go. We'll get who else would go out of your crew? Depending on where we go. I mean, Matt Breen's in Oklahoma, so if he can go down to Texas, he would. But I mean, if you ever wanted to go to St. Louis, I could probably get some people to go. I mean, it's just like it's easy entertainment. And I feel like it's an interesting sport because it's almost like you don't need to care. You can just like show up and have fun. Like, it's like baseball. I feel like it's kind of like, all right, like, you got to watch. Like, you can't yeah. can't really have, like, sidebar conversations with people or, like, whatever, where it seems like NASCAR is like, you could show up and be a diehard fan or you can know zero about the sport and everybody will still have fun. And I think that's why it's an easy sell to people. Because, like you said, it's not expensive. Like, it's one of those things, like, it really is like a, yeah, like, I'm not, it's not like I'm spending thousands of dollars. So, like, I need to care. It's like... <laughs> I just kind of show up and that's how I do it. And, you know, I'll have fun either way. Like I want to sell NASCAR here really quick. So I just thought about this story here. So my mom and dad, they're kind of old school and everything, right? If they see a couple, like, a group of people, they like think like, you know what? I'll associate with them. Let's kind of yuck it up with them. See how it's going to be. Make sure that we're sitting next to some quality people before we start really getting into this whole entire weekend and everything, because there were two races in there. Thing there was a truck race on Saturday, cup race on Sunday, and they started talking to these three guys in front of us, and they're old, kind of weathered-looking dudes, just looking like normal, everyday Joes. The NASCAR crowd, the blue collar. <laughs> they looked like, and uh, the three of them were so they're, they're again they look weathered. They end up finding out if they're like truckers and everything, like from Springfield, Missouri, which is interesting because we're from Springfield, Illinois. Yeah, and. Uh, Again, kind of getting conversations with them. Well, like, hit, this one guy turns around to me. His name is Rick. And keep in mind, I'm fucked up this time. He goes, hey, are you their son? I'm like, yeah, I'm cold. I'm their son and everything. Well, look, we made a bet and everything. I lost the bet, gave him the money. But he goes, all right, who the hell do you have for tomorrow? And I go, I have Joey Logano for tomorrow. And I end up betting him. He wins the race. I bet, like, on the side and everything, like, on Barstool and stuff, one big but I bet him like $10. And then again, we're both fucked up. I bet him $10 that Joe the guy was going to win tomorrow. And he goes, all right, I'll take this guy. The second the race ended the next day, and he was messed up too. He remembered he took $10 out of his fucking pocket. He goes, here you go, young man. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you know what, you son of a bitch? Like, I don't even want your money, but I'm going to take it because this is going to be a great interaction for the rest of the goddamn time. It was super funny. Like, I don't know. It was a really just random thing. Because I had, I had forgotten about it, in all honesty. And he, like, shot $10 into my face as fast as possible. It was hey, fun. Got to honor your bets, dude. That's so funny. That's, it like, was, really it's, – it's just, like, one of those things, like, I think – I've probably been, I don't think I've ever gone to a soccer game, but I was going to say, I've probably been to most of the major sporting events, but like, that's the thing. It's like, I haven't been to a race and I really want to go. I was at road America a few weekends ago and that was fucking bananas. Like that was, I was like, dude, I texted one of my buddies was racing. And I was like, dude, I don't know how you do this every weekend. This is so cool. Like I was, I was driving around. Cause if you've ever been to their track, like it's like a, it's kind of crazy because you can just drive everywhere and i had a media jacket so i could pretty much go anywhere i wanted but like you're just like hey i want to go over to this turn and you just like take your car and you get out and it's like i'm like holy shit like this is awesome but like that's what i really want to go i would love to go to a european soccer game like i need to like get the true experience i don't need to see like the chicago fire and like half-ass it but like i would love to go to nascar because i'm sure it's even crazier like that was amateur racing yeah whereas like nascar is like all right this is stupid money being thrown at like vehicles and everything and it's i completely forgot to tell you this part jimmy so again you said the media pass and everything yeah. so on sunday i think i might have told you about this before like, i tweet for like one of like these like sponsors for the nascar guys i didn't know but, that oh i didn't tell i got randomly like i like applied for like a NASCAR job on Reddit, like in January. That sounds exactly where NASCAR people would apply. They just skip LinkedIn and they just go right to Reddit. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do that." I applied. I got the job. So the, the driver's name is Martin Truex Jr. and he races for Joe Gibbs Racing, who is like one of the pr- premier teams. So this weekend, their sponsor was sponsoring Martin Truex Jr. for this fucking race perfectly ideal like they gave us like infield passes and shit oh, nice. to go and like see like all the haulers and everything we talked to martin Truex jr like i'm asking him quite so this is a premier driver in the sport i'm asking him questions like so who the hell is the winner going to be today and he literally goes uh Pinsky guys who joe Logano drives for look pretty good today 12 22 joe Logano looks really good I'm like, oh my god if he thinks he's gonna do good maybe i'm gonna win this money so it was really funny like it was a Not like insider trading that should be illegal it was kick ass like when we're done i'll send you a couple of these pictures and everything like we're on pit road we were in their pit box and everything where all their team sits and that's shit it was sick. so yeah dude that's so dope that's like that's my like i like need to really write stuff out but i'm like like next summer i'm like dude i'm just willing to just hit people up and just be like hey man let me shoot Summerfest. I don't want any money. I just want to be in the front row and just take a bunch of pictures. And like NASCAR, I feel like it's the same way. Cause dude, Road America, like it was kind of crazy because I mean, I guess for anybody out there that owns a nice camera, I didn't even walk in with a camera. So, I mean, I guess like even you could do this. I walked in and I was like, Hey, I'm here for a press pass. They were like, who'd you talk to? And I like, I said the wrong name first. And they were like, who was that? And I like looked up the email and I was like, Oh, I talked to clay. They're like, oh, give us one second. Just brought a press pass out. And I was like, all right, that's all it takes here. Like, I was like, this is sweet. But like the amount of people that I just met, like driving around, like I follow a bunch of these guys on Instagram now. and Like super cool dudes where I'm like, 
yeah, it's not that hard, but then you go and you have way more fun. Like, I'm sure the stands is great, but you're like, dude, when I'm like in the action, you're like, this is unreal. Like, this sounds like kind of odd, but I know, like, it's like for the lower budget teams, they like use media companies like a JR3 media. They would do that shit all the time. Like, it's crazy. Like, I mean, my buddy, he lives in California. His team's out of Joliet, but he like used to be a Chicago based guy. So he just like stuck with him. Like literally he was telling me, cause I said, I was like, Hey man, I don't expect any money. I know you guys have a team photographer, whatever. And he was kind of like, dude, see, just take as many pictures as you can. And he's like, if you put them out there, like, he's like, you'd be amazed the amount of teams that will reach out to you. Yes. And like, I didn't think much of it. And then literally I met two other guys that I was out there. And one of the guys was like, yeah, I uh, live by a go-kart track. So I was just taking pictures and I took a picture of some person's kid. And then I posted that online and then they saw it and they have a race team. And then I posted a race video and then now I shoot motocross. And I was like, oh my God, like, but I'm sure it is like such a weird niche sport that people are just like, dude, we don't have the million dollar budget. We can't bring a crew out. You know, we just need somebody to get three or four good photos for our like, you know, 19th place finish. And then we call it good. Like, so it is ridiculous. Like the amount. And then I think that's the thing is so many people are afraid to ask or I just like shoot DMS. I'm like, Hey man, this is probably a weird request. This is where I'm at. And so much of the time people are like, yeah, man, when, when do you want to be there? And I'm like, Oh my God, really? Like that, that was so easy. Like that's pretty much how it would go. I mean, like the, the thing with racing is like, it's kind of like a two like pronged thing. Like for one, it's so experience based. So like just to get people engaged with the team, like you have to be able to like capture the experience. So that's a huge thing. Yeah. Cause everyone understands how football goes. Everyone understands how basketball goes. Soccer. People understand that. They don't understand how racing goes. Cause they're not around it. And then two, it's so insanely brand heavy. So if somebody is able to capture the brand and to capture certain shit like that, they'll go right to the front of the line and make stupid money. So like that's, <laughs> I would definitely go after it. Like just talking like low budget, like NASCAR teams. Like that would be, that would be the most insane goddamn gig in the world. It, it's so bananas too, because like, I mean, I just showed up and like, I had all my own equipment and like, I mean, I didn't really think much of it. I was kind of just like, yeah, I'll just get some cool stuff. And like, that's like the weird thing too, is like, it's just bananas because like I shoot all this stuff for fun, but like now I know, like if I contacted any of them and I'm like, Hey man, I don't have a ton of racing experience, but look at these photos that I have. People are like, all right, so you, you're not completely new. And I'm like, no. And they're like, all right, you're hired. And I'm like, what? Like, I just shot this for a buddy. Like I just, I thought his team was good and like he does you know, he won the race I was at. So I'm like, I just wanted to come see him because I don't see him a lot where people are always just like, oh yeah, cool. That that works. And I'm like, that's it. Like, that's all you need. You don't want to see a resume or anything. Like, yeah, it, just ridiculous. It goes as far as I'll stop talking about it here in a second because I'm going along with it. But like there was two like opportunities now and just coming right in my head. So we took pictures with like Martin Shooks Jr. and everything when we were talking to him. He was signing us like stuff for us and everything. And they just sent us pictures today, like about our experience and everything. And I'm not trying to crap on this company or anything because the pictures look halfway decent. But like the presentation and everything of them, like how you go through them and everything, it's like shy. Like the website doesn't work very well. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like anybody can do this and just do it a little bit better. And I wasn't even thinking like 
Jimmy could be taking my yeah. pictures right now. So yeah, 110%. And like when we were at the track too, like we got stopped by their track officials. Like, can we take a picture of you guys? You guys look like you're having a good time. I'm like, yeah, fucking take a picture of me. Yeah. I'm gonna be <laughs> Just sauced out of your mind. Like, like yeah, fuck it. Why not? We're drunk eating like chicken tacos. Like that's what we're doing in the moment. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Take a picture of us. It's me, my mom and dad and kelly it was like what the hell are we doing that's so funny so there it's you go. like ridiculous though because it's so weird because it's almost like uh like i feel like there's the people i met i mean i met some younger guys where i'm like all right like you guys are like in a very similar boat to me but like i've met old guys like i shot a boxing match like two months ago and literally the old dude i met like i saw his photos and i was like this kind of blows like and i know it's like one of those things like he has just done enough that they won't get rid of him but he like knows the sports. So I'm like, that's fine. But I'm like, dude, like I'm looking through his photos. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Where it's like so many people just like, they do the bare minimum and they're like, well, nobody's going to do it better. So like if anybody else comes in, it's like, well, yeah, this guy just like sent us a link that worked. Like, let's just go with him moving forward. Yeah. Like that's, that's easy. Like, yeah, dude, it was ridiculous too. Cause some of the guys I was talking to, I was like, and given this was not my camera equipment, I'll like preface it like that, but I was probably shooting with like a six or $7,000 setup. Like it was a professional, like I had like a long lens. Like it was, there were a lot that, you know, made the photos look better. But I'm like, some of these guys, I'm like, dude, you're shooting with like the camera I learned on that I bought when I was like 15. I was like, and you're doing this at a professional level. I'm like, what the heck? Like, but yeah, I'm sure there's so many people out there that just are like, yeah, I do the bare minimum, but the team likes it because they don't know any better because all they care about is racing, which is fine. But it is just funny where I'm like, from a user perspective, I'm like, yeah, like, what do you mean? I have to sign in to this link? Like, I, you never gave me a password. Like, That's so interesting. I don't know what all goes into taking pictures and stuff like that. But like literally nothing. I don't, I don't, I have no idea. So if it is nothing, shit, I'm like, if that sounds as though, like, again, like in quotation, like anybody can do it, shit, like you, you could definitely just ask these people randomly because if you're in the area, that means that these companies don't have to pay you to come out and everything. So if they did go back to Chicago and be like, hey, like a, kind of a shittier racing team, but like Rick Ware Racing, hey, Rick Ware Racing, would love to take pictures for your team this coming race this year. Jimmy, if you did that shit, I'd be like, fuck yeah, Jim. Hell, fuck yeah. It'd be sick. Dude, we'd end up getting into trouble, though, because the amount of times that I've, like, hit somebody up and I'm like, all right, cool, you'll give me one press pass. And then I'm like, well, I have two cameras. Like, would you give me a second? And they're like, who's coming? And I'm like, ah, never mind. Because I'm like, I'm going to bring, like, the most, like, <laughs> underqualified person where I'm like, dude, if you just hold a camera. Like, the amount of events that I've done that, like, I mean, I like was meant to be there, but like, I've just walked through with a camera and people are like, oh yeah, right this way, sir. And I'm like, I don't even have a pass or anything. Like I can be here. Like my name is on the list, but I'm like, people just see the camera and they're like, all right, this hot shot. Yeah. You know, let's get him where he needs to go. And I'm like, no, you guys, you clearly don't know me. Cause I will abuse that power. Like I shot a G league basketball game. Like, I don't know, maybe in February. And they gave me an all access media pass and I shot for probably two, maybe three quarters and then just walk through like all the boxes and like all of that. Cause I was like, what else am I going to, I was like, I have the pass. Like people 
are opening doors for me. Like, they're not like, whoa, sir, this area is close. They're like, well, he's probably going to get a shot. And I'm like, I'm just exploring, but thank you. Like, I appreciate this. Like, just That's stupid. Funny as hell. That's super yeah. funny. And like, yeah. as long as you just walk in with confidence. You walk with a purpose. That, you get away with anything. You hold that and you're holding like some, if you're holding the camera, shit, they'll let you into anywhere. Yeah. Like, you, like They're letting you go. It doesn't matter. Dude, there's a whole, uh, I'll plug this movie. It's my second favorite movie of all time. I'm pretty sure I took it in our movies draft. But uh, I don't think you could do it as much anymore because security stricken up quite a bit after this movie came out. Was this movie called No Cameras? Yeah, No Cameras Allowed. And it's this guy who literally, back in like early 2010, would just sneak into music festivals because he'd have three or four cameras with him. And he would like go up to security and be like, hey, man, like I, I'm missing this set. Like I, I got to be there and would just like fast talk him and like walk with a purpose. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, right this way. And he was in like coachella he was in all these crazy and it was like the exact same thing where like he would sneak in and then literally be like yeah i got this picture of jay-z and then like their publishing company was like how much do you want for it he's like what like what do you mean and they would just like he was buying all his stuff and then like he became like the tour photographer for mumford and sons because like they just loved his work and they were like wait you snuck in and he was like yeah and they were like that's so badass like we gotta hire this guy like it's just so ridiculous like but nobody does it like where i'm like one of these days i'm just gonna start doing it because i'm like if i get thrown out i don't have tickets to come here it's not like i paid and then i'm like oh it's let's upgrade for free i'm like no, i'll just walk in and be like hey man sorry i forgot my past you have another one like if you're nice with these people they don't fucking care like Jimmy, you're definitely the kind of person that would be able to get away with stupid shit like that. I know, and that's the problem. You could sell them, guaranteed. I know, but that's the issue. Like, then what? What do you do? <laughs> like, well, I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> like, yeah, you'd be like, like wait, this way? Oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> cool. You Thank you. Been, I appreciate this. You actually had to start becoming an actor at that point. Yeah. Because you have that script down. That script is nice and easy, but that right then you're like, all right, improv now. Now I got to figure out how to be a person that should be this person. When is the next... Why don't they race in Chicago anymore? Kelly was saying she was hoping they were coming back to Chicagoland, but she, like, never said why they don't. Her? Did you message her on Saturday night? Uh, pro I mean, I figured you guys were not in a state of mind to, like, communicate and what was happening. But I, like, you, I saw you were somewhere, and I was like, oh, that's dope. Where are you? And she said St. Louis, and I was like damn let me know the next time you go to a race because i would like to go to one like because i can vaguely remember her telling me like oh jimmy's jimmy said <laughs> look and i'm like, like i i can like weirdly remember that but i'm not exactly sure i could be misremembering it now but they don't race in chicago land kind of like a twofold reason they have really good racing there like honestly really good the attendance issue kind of hurt um, because it's, it's, it's in a far weird area. Yeah, yeah, it's far enough away from Chicago to where like, a lot of Chicago people aren't going. And the town around, it's in Joe, it's not even Joliet. It's like, out of Joliet. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes south of Joliet. Like I remember <laughs> I went, to, I have never been there for any kind of race. There was like a weird, so I was, I have a buddy who drives a Subaru WRX. 
he was like there's subi fest and i was like sure i'll go so i took my outback and just like hung out but like yeah it definitely is not a convenient i mean even from the suburbs i was like wait we're driving how far for this like so it does kind of suck for that like and then like also the whole covid thing happened so that so uh chicago land was scheduled to be on the schedule for that race because again they've had like back to back to back to back like good races there um like i've hand up i've been to the last race ever there and it was fucking awesome it was really good but again the whole covid thing happened and they haven't announced going back yet because again illinois being one of the more stricter states if there was ever a resurgence of covid that would be an issue like with scheduling and everything and also again the attendance didn't look good nascar is kind of on this weird like upswing again thank god it's hopefully it keeps going and everything on this weird upswing but it really like kills like the whole outlook of everything is like when they see empty stands people are like starting to watch nascar more and more again i think it's kind of helped with f1 like everyone's kind of getting more into racing again but again if it's an empty stand it's not a good look you don't see like formula one and shit like that being empty but again, NASCAR has these massive goddamn facilities, and it's really easy to spot an empty seat. So I don't know. That's part of the reason why they're not going. But apparently, they're supposed to be back next year. Again, that's the pretty strong, like swirling winds of like communications. Like they're going back next year because this new car they have is racing better at tracks like this than in years prior, which would lend its hand to being insane racing considering. The previous car again raced shitty at those tracks, but still raced really well at Chicagoland. So that was the case. They're definitely going back, and it's gonna be dope. So I'd buy yeah, it. Yeah, because I feel like that's so easy to just like recruit people and be like, hey, even if you're from the city, like let's drive down. It's an hour now. Like, hey, we have to fly to a different state and then rent a car and then you know get lodging and all that. But it'd be sick. Like again, I've never camped out a race. I've never done that except for my own races. I've never camped out a race. Um, if we were to do that again, I don't know what the infield capacity is. I'm not sure. I don't think it's very big, but I know the outside of the track has a shit ton of like just grass and everything. So hopefully there'd be a lot of camping. I'd be super down. I don't know what you would need to do. I don't know if I'd be down to do the tents as much because it's going to be probably in the, with a butt fuck of like July or August. So it'd be hot as shit. But if we were like rent like a little camper thing, oh my god, I would be like blacked out by like 10 a.m. every day. <laughs> so sick. God, yeah, that's why I'm like, it's one of those things. Like, it's just it seems like it's the sport where it's like comedic too. To be like, all right, yeah, who do we know that has an RV? Nobody. What does it cost to rent an RV? You divide that by like 10 people. You're like, dude, I'm out like 38 dollars for the weekend. Like exactly, yeah. exactly. Just bonkers. And then like you make it easier on yourself being like, okay, we're not going to leave until tomorrow. Like for one, it's going to be impossible to leave that day. Like, okay, we'll stay till tomorrow. They don't want us driving anyway. We'll just stay right here and then fucking get the hell out of here. Something like that. That'd be easy. That'd be way too easy. So. Let's make it happen, dude. I'm all for it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. NASCAR. So. Yeah. Probably all we got for the episode. Wrap up 85. Where's your computer at? 17%. All right, well, it held through, so that's good. Just hope that you don't need it tonight because it's probably going to die here shortly. So, yeah, I'm done. So, hell yeah. All right, 85 in the books.